Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello, hello, hello. Good morning and welcome to the best football show. I'm your host, Brian Baldinger at Baldy NFL. Come find me all over uh, social media, wherever you Get your content from, I'm usually there at Baldy NFL. Uh, and this is, uh, we're getting close here. This is being taped on Thursday morning. Uh, I'm looking outside at beautiful Las Vegas. The sun is out. It's snow-capped mountains. I don't know what mountains there are, but I'm going to find out for the next uh, and final episode here as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. I think it's time to take a look at the San Francisco 49ers. I remember this year, the 49ers went through a stretch middle of the season where they lost three games in a row. Uh, They lost to Minnesota. They lost to Cleveland. They lost three games in a row. And then they had a bye week. So they literally went a month without winning a game. And, you know, this this guy was falling. I mean, I don't care what team you are. San Francisco, you're Atlanta. You lose three games in a row, man. It's it's not fun. And then if you have a bye week to kind of let that fester, you think about it. You go, are we ever going to get back in winning ways? And, when he came out of the bye week, they went to Jacksonville, and they just took Jacksonville apart. And then the next week, uh, they had a home game, and I was out there for it. And I saw Fred Warner, and uh, I was talking to the middle linebacker, and I was just asking him, I go, you know, did you get did you get the losing behind you? Like, did you get what you needed out of that so that you could springboard to this kind of a run? And he said, Baldy, we're going to make a run. Like, we're locked in. And – the analogy to that was the exact same thing happened to the Los Angeles Rams two years ago. They lost three games in the middle of the season, including an ugly one against Tennessee on a Monday night at SoFi uh, at home. And they went on a bye week and they went a month without winning a game. I was asking Andrew Whitworth, their, you know, their all pro left tackle about that the other day. And he was like, that was, you know, that was torturous. That was tough. But sometimes you come out of that kind of a funk and you really, you, you kind of crystallize just who you are, what you need to do in order to win games. And you just get the right amount of focus from everybody in the building to 
get yourself onto a winning way. And really, San Francisco did that outside of one terrible loss to the Baltimore Ravens, uh, where, you know, Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. We all know it was not a great day from him, but there's some, you know, some situations, tip balls, that kind of thing. But other than that game, San Francisco has been on uh, this destiny, you know, Super Bowl 58. So here they are. So I just want to give you a little backdrop to the 49ers season. And, you know, for the second year in a row, Brock Purdy's got this team on the doorstep. And he's obviously the key. He's obviously, obviously the key. And for whatever reason, uh, whether people study this and watch this stuff or they have preconceived notions about Brock Purdy, uh, I think the guy is a phenomenal player. And they're not here without his steady play, uh, without his touch, his ability to read a defense, know where to go with the ball, accurately deliver a ball, extend. Like, the guy's just an amazing player. And, if, yes, there's a lot of talent around him, starting with number 23, Christian McCaffrey. And let's just start there. Because in that Baltimore, uh, or in that Detroit game, uh, the Lions scored in the first two drives of the game. They went down the field in the opening drive. They kicked a field goal. Then they got the second drive, went down, scored a touchdown. And then uh, on their third drive, they were moving the ball when Josh Paschal, Paschal of the uh, Lions kind of tipped uh, Brock Purdy's hand. The ball got intercepted by Malcolm Rodriguez. Uh, you know, And then they, they, they kind of like uh, fluttered for a little bit until the second half. But they, found, they fell behind 21-10. But in that First two drives, 10 of their 20 plays went to Christian McCaffrey. Assortment of runs, assortment of receptions. He had 10 of the first 20 plays. And I can see something similar like that um, on Sunday. I can see McCaffrey being he that heavily involved. He's had two weeks to get some of the, the muscle strains, the calf, the hip, some of the things that were bothering him to really kind of, and he trains like no other you know, warrior out there. So I, I expect McCaffrey to be healthy and to get a healthy dose of touches. And in order to do that, you have to sustain offense. You got to convert third downs. You got to stay on the field. Um, you know, you got to, you, you can't be three and out and get Christian McCaffrey going. And I feel like he's the catalyst. When you get him really rolling, the offensive line plays better. All the play action passes that they love to run off it because Brock Purdy is under center quite a bit. All of those plays uh, kind of show up. Uh, you know, and then you can start really looking at the matchups that start to develop through the course of a game, whether it's Legereus Sneed on Brandon Ayuk, if they're playing more man coverage from Steve Spagnola, if they're more in zone, uh, how they're blitzing them, how the, uh, what's the answer to their blitzes. Like, you could get into some of that some of the game planning type stuff when you do that. I think McCaffrey is going to get a, a healthy dose, you know, right off the bat. I don't think Kyle Shanahan has to, you know, have a lot of trick plays or deceptives. There's times to dial those up and to call those plays. That's sort of the magic of a good play caller is when to, when to take that shot for the explosive play. Generally they happen on first downs. Um, and, and generally their explosive plays come with Brock Purdy under center. So I think offensively, and then, you know, like a lot of the bootlegs and misdirections, you know, uh, plays that they they have in their offense, um, you're just trying to get these guys into space, isolated. 
whether it's McCaffrey against the linebacker, whether it's Kittle, you know, coming off of a, a drag route, crossing route off play action. Um, you know, how how quickly can Kansas City hunt him up? I think that's going to be interesting. But in talking to Steve Spagnola last week, he said he's always looking for an opportunity to, uh, to, to max blitz, always looking for an opportunity to take a shot, just the way Kyle Shanahan is looking for an opportunity to take a shot play, you know, for a big chunk, which generally leads to score for most offenses in this league. Just the way he is, so is, uh, so is Kyle. Kyle's looking; he's looking for those shot plays, and then Spags is looking for those shot plays on defense, where you can get, you know, a, a corner coming off the, the uh, off the edge. Jalen Watson, Legarius Sneed, Trent McDuffie—they love blitzing McDuffie off the slot, um, or Justin Reed, or a combination of blitzes. They're always looking for their shot plays as well, and so that's that's kind of a good battle. My 13-year-old acts like a puppy again. Almost overnight, she's a different dog. Perfect poops. When people switch their dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can seem like magic. But there's no magic involved. It's simply real meat and vegetables with all the nutrients dogs need, instead of highly processed pellets. No tricks, just smarter, healthier pet food delivered in packs portioned for your dog. It's amazing what real food can do. Get 50% off your first order at thefarmersdog.com slash nomagic50. San Francisco's defense has to play better, flat out. They have to play better than we've seen them play against Green Bay, the way we saw them play against Detroit. And this is a team, this is a team that if you count the if you count the postseason, they led the league in takeaways. They led the league in interceptions. So whether it's Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, who had two against Green Bay, you want to throw late across your body in the middle of the field the way Mahomes does. The speed of these two linebackers, Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, is undeniable. I mean, undeniable. So you have to be a little cautious, and not that Patrick Mahomes is going to play with any caution because that's not his style. But there are considerations that you have to have if you're going to do that uh, when Mahomes gets outside the pocket. Uh, But I am interested to see San Francisco from this standpoint. I think they, you know, whether it's Ambry Thomas, you know, at one corner opposite Javarius Ward. Of course, Javarius Ward started his career with Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he's he's an excellent corner. Um, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how much man San Francisco plays against Mahomes or if they play zone where all eyeballs are on him. That's, that's one consideration. Second one is can San Francisco get off some freaking blocks? Can they get off blocks and stack and shed some offensive linemen and and get to Pacheco because they got to play better than they did against Montgomery or Aaron Jones. Otherwise, I don't think this game is going to be close. Uh, if any, if any Reed and Pacheco get this running game cranked up, they got to play a lot better. Uh, and then, you know, Steve Wilkes is not a big blitz guy. In fact, the worst play all season was the final play of the second quarter against Minnesota in the middle of the season uh, when Jordan Addison went 60 yards for a touchdown off of max blitz. And it made the, the call made no sense. They, I don't know if they've done it since uh, he, he took a lot of heat for Kyle Shanahan. Wasn't happy with the call. He gave a lot of heat publicly. <clears throat> I don't think you'll see anything like that, but generally 
what they like to do when they do blitz is they like to work Fred Warner into their pass rush where, you know, he runs some stunts with Bosa, uh, with Armstead, somebody like that, uh, to get a fifth rusher to Mahomes and try to contain him and pressure him. Uh, but that does leave you a little vulnerable in the middle, middle of the field if you do it. The guy I think that has to step up, I know Bosa's going to play hard. He always does. Uh, he'll get to the quarterback against Juwan Taylor, wherever he lines up. He's going to get there. Um, but I think Javon Hargrave has got to play big. He was a huge signing this offseason. They gave him a huge signing bonus. He was probably the number one free agent in all of free agency last year. And it's been kind of spotty, his performance. Um, he's 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 a very good player and a powerful player. And if you want to get to Mahomes, you know, right up the middle is a good way to do it. I'm kind of anxious to see that. And then, you know, Kansas City went into Baltimore. They had a total of three penalties in the game. They didn't beat themselves. And some of that is Kansas City, um, you know, playing pretty much error-free football to get here. But it's also a function of the referees and how they officiate the game. And so I am curious how this game is going to get officiated. Generally, they're not throwing the flag and a lot of holding calls. The biggest penalty in Super Bowl uh, 57 last year was James Bradbury, you know, on a holding call, uh, which he was guilty of. But, you know, they they generally don't call those. And um, it gave Kansas City a chance to go down and kick the game-winning field goal. So I'm anxious to see how they call this game. I think it's going to be a factor in the game. Um, and then players can, once they kind of realize how it's being played, um, you know, they can kind of adjust their play, how aggressive they are, uh, you know, can what what can you get away with as a defensive back uh, on plays down the field? And so, are they going to let those guys get handsy? Are they going to let those guys get their, you know, have some contact with the ball in the air? Or are they going to flag that stuff for big plays? I mean, those those kind of plays generally tip any ball game, but they can certainly tip the Super Bowl. And my feeling is they're going to let these guys play, and the flag is not going to come out a whole lot. In fact. I think Kansas City went the first 20 minutes of the game against Baltimore without a single penalty. Like I said, they only had three all game. So <clears throat> that's kind of San Francisco in a nutshell. Uh, they're, they're a very good team. If you look at how they're constructed, if you look at Trent Williams, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. I mean, they've got uh, Kyle Juszczyk. You, you, you look at their roster, they've got, I just named seven players. They're generally the highest paid player at their positions in the league. I mean, they're an all-star cast. And when their stars show up, and Vegas would be a good place for their stars to show up. When they show up, they generally win. But, I mean, they're just, not only are they great, they, they tip. Your stars win games. I mean, everybody else, they're kind of like role players. But, you know, when Debo and McCaffrey and Kittle and Trent Williams is on his game. They're very, very tough to beat. And so Kansas City is the same way. Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, Legereus Sneed, Chris Jones inside. You got to have a plan for Chris Jones from the defensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a closer. He's just, I talked to a left tackle for Buffalo yesterday, Deion Dawkins, about him. He's like, Baldy, he's the strangest guy to play against. He's just like, he's always dancing, and you think you're in good shape. And next thing you know, he's grabbing a quarterback by the throat. Like he's just, 
is always gaining ground. And he had some huge plays at the end of the Buffalo game. He had some huge plays against Philadelphia last year. He kind of knows when the game is in the balance. So just look for 95 from Kansas City. Like he is a difference maker. Not many guys know how to do that in this league. Aaron Donald does. Um, you know, there's some, there's some guys in this business that understand that. Uh, Chris Jones is a guy that uh, knows when to, like, just crank it up and change change the, the, the flow of a game. So that's it. This is a, as we get closer here, this is Thursday morning. I'm looking outside at Vegas. This is, um, I think, my second to last podcast before the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll join you next week, kind of break it all down. But anyways, thanks for listening to the best football show. I'm Brian Baldinger. You can find me at Baldy NFL. You can find me on your uh, Odyssey app, free Odyssey app, wherever you download. And uh, I'll come back with my final thoughts just one more time before kickoff on Sunday. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.